Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We continue to tackle everything happening in the aviation world in the time of COVID, and today we're going to do something more rare than a unicorn. We're going to book a flight. For Dave. Why? Well, Dave has to go somewhere, and the way people look at booking a flight has changed, so we're going to walk you through it. But first, I want to thank this week's Cranky Talk sponsor, Turbulence Forecast. Almost every flight experiences turbulence, even Dave's probably will. But did you know you can find out exactly how bumpy your flight will be even before you get on the plane? Visit TurbulenceForecast.com to view turbulence maps for routes everywhere in the world. This free-to-use site provides access to the same maps pilots use, plus helpful explanations on how to interpret them. TurbulenceForecast.com also offers a concierge forecast by email service from the founder of the website. Place your order before your flight, and you'll receive a personalized forecast by email that details what turbulence to expect during your entire route. Exciting updates rolling out later this year, including all new enhanced maps and an upgrade to our forecast by email service. So be sure to join the mailing list to be the first to know when those features are available. Check it out today at TurbulenceForecast.com. And now, let's get booking. So, Dave, you need to go somewhere, do you? I do. All right, where are you going? I'm going to Seattle. Um, I need to fly for a uh, personal reason. Um, so (laughs) yeah, mysterious, uh, no, just, uh, just, you know, my, a couple of my friends are getting married, so there are some wedding related events that I need to attend. Um, Mm. and so I want to do this the safest, most cost effective way possible. So Brett is going to guide me through this. Well, I am because shopping for flights is a lot different now than it used to be. So it's just kind of a strange thing. So I figure, what the heck? Let's do this for everybody. So <laughs> what you're going to do, Dave, is you're going to fly private. Now, this is where you sure. run, run the music. It's over. Great. Yeah. I can put that on the company card, right? Nope. All right. Maybe you're not flying private. <laughs> let's let, let's look at this another way. So you need to go to Seattle. What day do you need to fly to Seattle? We're going for a long weekend, so I think we're going up on a Thursday afternoon and then uh, coming back on a Monday. Uh, so, all right. So uh, in September, JetBlue has already abandoned the Long Beach Seattle flight, so we can forget about that as an option at all. I know. Violin music plays, sadly, well, in my heart. You can connect. No. You, you want to? No. No. No, connect. All right. no connections. All right. Okay. All right. It's, it's LAX or bust. LAX or bust. All right. Well, LAX it is. So we're going to type away here and see what we got. So how you said afternoon, like how afternoon are we talking here? Uh, anything after one is probably fine. After one. Okay. All right. Well, so let's see what we got now. First of all, uh, American only has a flight before 11 in the morning. So nope, not even worth considering it. And this is something that's important for listeners because you may be used to in the past what used to be a schedule, right? But now it's a severely <laughs> reduced schedule. So that's the first place to start to figure it out. They just have one flight a day at 10.51 a.m. And so that's instantly useless. So let's forget about that. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> 
Did you really want to fly American? Were you just uh, aching for that? No, it's that... just a severely reduced schedule. It's just, yeah, ominous times indeed. Well, that is a thing. But, you know, we can look at who else is in the market. I mean, one thing we know for sure, Alaska is in this market. That's their hometown. They've got plenty of flights. In fact, they've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six flights after one o'clock. So, you know, so, so that's an option. We also have Delta, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. Delta's got three flights uh, after one o'clock. And the last one that might be an option is, <laughs> look at that. United does have one flight in the afternoon. They have one in the morning as well. So uh, they have a 6, 10 p.m. flight there. So, so you don't want to stop. So that eliminates Southwest or American or you know, JetBlue through New York or whatever. Uh, but you, <laughs> so, so we're looking at Alaska, Delta or United. Sure. Right. So how do you normally look at this? What's the first thing you look at? So normally first thing I look at is uh, price. So that's that, right. Thank you for not lying. You cheap right. bastard. Yep. Uh, that is usually my main motivating uh, factor. Um, the second thing I look at, and this is irrelevant for this conversation, is you know which airport because I live in LA and I would prefer to not fly out of LAX. But yeah, uh, well. yeah. so price, price is definitely the first thing I always look at. All right. So if we look at this then, and we assume nonstop, and we pull up the price, and we just take a look here, what do we have? Hey, it's cheap. Who knew? Um, <laughs> actually, they all look the same for basic economy. It's $73.10 one way on any right. of these guys on their afternoon flights. So um, that's easy. But, you know, you do have to think about basic economy, what matters to you and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you care about bringing a bag on the airplane, like a carry-on bag, then United's out because they don't sure. allow that in basic economy for a, a carry-on or a big carry-on. Uh, if you care about a seat assignment in advance, then Delta's out. Uh because Alaska will give it to you for free. They block off a few of the rows in the back, so that's good. Uh, some people worry about changeability, but first of all, this is less than the $200 change fee anyway. But also, everything's changeable right now because the airlines all have waivers in place. So that's useless. Um, but so, you know, if you're looking at this and you're being the cheap person you are, you're probably thinking, well, I'll just fly Alaska. I can get a seat assignment. I can bring a carry-on bag. And they have a ton of flights at a bunch of different times that suit your needs. So that makes sense. But now there's a whole nother thing we have to think about, isn't there? Yes. So uh, as listeners to this podcast can attest, we have, you know, talked extensively about uh, traveling in the time of COVID and all of the different things that are in place, you know, to safeguard people from COVID. And in fact, we just did a whole episode about that. You should listen to it. Um, so... The COVID uh, implications of all of this are, if not top of mind, they are, you know, it's like price and then COVID. So one one a price and COVID. Yeah. There's no. Well, there's still schedule day. Yeah. You already eliminated American. Yeah. Just for not no, there's also that. schedule. Sure. I um, mean, geez, but okay. So uh, let's talk about COVID because, as we talked about multiple times here. Uh, it's not clear that it's very easy to actually pick it up on an airplane. There are very few incidences of 
that spreading, but doesn't mean it couldn't happen. So from your perspective, uh, you know, and, and this is the key is it's a very personal decision. So from your perspective, what is it that makes you feel more comfortable? So personally, um, I want a, uh, middle seat blocked off. That is, uh, that is pretty important to me. And, um, that's, honestly the biggest covid consideration that i'm making here i you know uh, right. not having the seat blocked off is kind of a deal breaker for me well okay so if we think about this then first you have to know what's the airplane that's being operated mm-hmm. because you could have airplanes that don't have middle seats and to be clear you are traveling with someone mm-hmm. yep. right yep so uh so that's fine if there are two seats on a side, sure. right? Uh, so, you know, for your perspective, what you're looking at, you just want to make sure that if it is a three-seat side, that no one's going to be sitting in the middle uh, because you need to put your purse there. So, uh, Correct. European leather carry-all? <laughs> anyway, so we have to look at the aircraft types here first. And so what we see here is that they are all the same. Uh, not, they're not actually all the same airplane, but they're all either 737s or A320, 321 narrow bodies. So they're all 3-3 across. Uh, the only one in the market that is not is American. They have 2-2 across, which would be nice, but you, that they're too early. So we're not really going to even think about that one. So, yep, they're up. so if it is 3-3 across, okay. Uh, United is not blocking middle seats. We know that for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, They will let you change to another flight if your flight is going to be full, but they don't have another flight, or at least not in the time you need to go. And this is something that's been a problem for a lot of people. You've heard airlines say, oh, we offer people to change and nobody takes us up on it. Well, yeah, because you don't have that many flights anymore. So (laughs) they're they're just taking what they get. (laughs) So anyway, United was already out because you couldn't bring a carry on on board. Now they're out, out, triply out. They are, they are out, out, double stamped, whatever else you want to put on it. They're out. All right. So they're gone. So, so that brings us back down to Delta and Alaska, both of which are blocking their middle seats. Mm -hmm. Uh, The price is the same for basic economy. Alaska will give you a seat assignment um, in advance, assuming there's availability on the flight. Delta will not. You'd have to wait until day of departure. So, uh, you know, we could look at a non-basic economy ticket on Delta, but you don't, I don't think you care about that necessarily, right? Nope. Uh, I mean, you don't have a preference between the two airlines, I assume? Uh, uh, you know, if given the choice, I'll usually fly Alaska. Um, you All know, right. Their well, onboard then... experience is, is nice, but. Ah, you know, not, how much are not they paying a... you, Dave, <laughs> to say that? Yeah. Shill. Such a shill. I mean, no, no free ads, but you know, I do, I do enjoy Alaska's onboard experience. Well, uh, that's then. It sounds like we've got a pretty clear winner here. The I only think. question is, can we actually get you the advanced seat assignment on the flight that you want? Right. Uh, you know, because they don't have a lot that are available for what they call saver fares, basic economy. Sure. So, I mean, they have. This is the nice thing about having an airline that is. Um, uh, based in Seattle that has a major operation in LA is they still have a significant number of flights, which is 
uh, a big change compared to some of the other airlines. So uh, for the most part here, I mean, they've got 115, 215, 315, 515, 715, and then 920, which, my God, why couldn't they make that 915? Like, like the OCD <laughs> in me is just flaring up right now. This is brutal. I'm sorry they didn't have you in mind. God. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so plenty of options for the for the way. Yeah. So plenty like, what's the ideal for you though? Time wise. Um, I you know I want to leave in the afternoon. I don't want to get there super late. So that three well, fifteen that that gets in at around six ish. I would guess. Uh, well, five fifty eight. So not quite. Sure, but you know that seems like the the sweet spot to me. That's a sweet spot for you. All right, so now what you need to do is you think, okay, the policies are all great, everything sounds good. I'm going to fly this airline, but you have to make sure that you actually check the seat maps right. and make sure that this is going to work for you. And that is something that I think a lot of people just make these blind decisions, like, oh well, Delta's doing a great job. Well, yeah, check the seat map because it may not work out well for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, you don't care about sitting in the back of the airplane, do you? No. Okay, and this, by the way, is an A321, so the back is pretty far back there. It sounds like uh, it's a but, metal tube with numbers, so that's... Uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is, this is Dave again. Such a... <sighs> Airplanes, they're just flying buses, people. All right, all right. I can't handle this. Look, so I pull up the seat map. There is availability. The middle seats are blocked. I can see two rows that have room for you. So you can book this. Everything's good. We'll put you in there. Great. Yay. So that's nice and easy. Look at this. This is great. And with that, Dave was booked. We'll see if he actually likes our advice after he gets back. Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. But before we finish up, I want to again thank this week's Cranky Talk sponsor, Turbulence Forecast. Almost every flight you take has turbulence. But wouldn't you like to know how much there will be and when it will happen, Dave? Check out TurbulenceForecast.com for worldwide turbulence maps, interpretations, and a concierge forecast by email service. You can receive a personalized turbulence forecast before your flight from the founder of the website. That's TurbulenceForecast.com. And hey, if you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know. Email Dave directly at Dave at CrankyConcierge.com. You know you want to talk to him. And if you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, let us know via email at info at CrankyConcierge.com. Or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Cranky Concierge. If you're looking for the top daily airline news stories, you can subscribe to Cranky Daily at CrankyDaily.com.